Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reese. And this week on the podcast, uh, we are doing a Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to Top Gun. Um, it's great. What Had you seen this before? No, I hadn't. Yeah. And it's the most America that's ever been America. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, it is It is basically a propaganda film, which I will say the U.S. does very, very well. Oh, it's yes, their absolutely. Greatest but I also will also say this movie is great. It they, slaps, yes. Yeah, like as much as you're like, do we really need to see Tom Cruise fly an airplane 30, 40, 30 years after the original? And you're like, what could possibly? It all works. Yes, it's amazing. It all works. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the second time I've seen it, like rewatching it for this episode in like a month. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So like the first time I saw it was like less than a month ago, and then I was like, "Oh, we're doing it for the podcast. Let's check it out." It's it's great, even on second watch. It's a really good movie. Oh yeah, it's a it's a blockbuster. It's a movie yeah. movie. It's like a Hollywood movie movie. Yeah. Get your popcorn, put your feet up. There's definitely moments where I'm like, "Oh, I'm holding my breath along with them." You know, as they do oh! the big turns. And stuff. So, yeah, I don't I know, know if I care effective. about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, well, guys, if you have not seen this movie, uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, here's a little explanation of what happens in that movie. It's, of course, the sequel to Top Gun. And uh, it all starts off with uh, Top uh, Maverick, Maverick Tom Cruise, and he's a test pilot now. It's 30 years later. He's a test pilot. And uh, he goes to fly this, this super secret airplane, and they're going to go to Mach 9. <laughs> and then uh, Ed Harris shows up, and he's like, no, the program's canceled because you said you were going to go to Mach 10. And Tom Cruise, Maverick, pretends like, oh, he didn't get the orders and goes up and goes and goes to Mach 10. And then he pushes it too far. The plane blows up. He ejects. And uh, somehow the program doesn't get canceled, and he doesn't get fired because Ed Harris says, you're lucky because they need you back at Top Gun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which they they wrote it a lot better than I'm presenting it like this. Like I realized, like we need you back at Top Gun seems very contrived as I say it. But um, so he has, uh, Maverick ends up going back to uh, Top the Top Gun School, the fighter pilot school, and uh, turns out there's this big mission that like is really hard to do where they need to blow up this nuclear uh, this uranium refinement facility in a rogue state. And they got to fly down this really low in this canyon and, like, then dive up over a mountain and down and, like, hit it with two weapons. And it's impossible. No one can do it. Um, so uh, Iceman, Val Kilmer, is, like, now the, uh, the admiral of the fleet. And he's, like, picked Maverick out of obscurity. Like, you are the only guy who can train these pilots to do this. So we get a, kind of a new cast of, of you know, tough young fighter pilots all top of their class one of whom is rooster who is the uh, son of goose who died in the first one dun, dun, dun. and we find there's all some bad blood between maverick and rooster because maverick pulled his um application to the naval academy and set him back because he doesn't want him dying in a you know like his father did <laughs> um and uh basically they train and they train and there's lots of really great dog fighting training exercises um, John Hamm as Cyclone is there, who's not happy that uh, Maverick is teaching and is like, you don't break my rules. And um, yeah, so there's a lot of drama and they're testing for it. And then uh, um, I guess jumping ahead, there's there's a couple accidents and whatnot, but uh, uh, Iceman Val Kilmer dies because he's been fighting cancer. 
and uh, then they get rid of Maverick as the teacher, and the the lesson moves up, and then Maverick steals an airplane. (laughs) He flies the mission that no one else can fly, proving that it'll work, so... John Hamm has no no uh, no other recourse but to put him in charge of the mission. So Maverick ends up flying the mission. He gets shot down to save Rooster. Rooster gets shot down to save Maverick. Uh, then they steal a plane. They fly back. There's a whole thing. They shoot down the enemy jets who are like their next-gen fighters. We can't compete with these, but they do. And uh, they land on the airplane or uh, aircraft carrier. And uh, they oh, they blew up the nuclear facility. They succeeded in that. And uh, you know they hug at the end. And they go, "You can fly with me any day." And that's a, there's there's also a shirtless football scene. Ah, uh, in the denim. In the in the you denim. You needed the denim. Yep. <laughs> oh man, I was so happy. Legitimately uh, very happy yeah, they yeah, included yeah. the denim. hundred uh, percent. This movie. <laughs> that's attention to detail. This right movie there. knew like exactly what elements oh, it needed yeah. and in what proportion. Mm-hmm. So they're like, so you know that it's the sequel, but we're also. Um, you know, we're our own thing, but also we know that volleyball scene was pretty important. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what if instead of volleyball, it's uh, football? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, we're going to get to uh, who we think the heroes uh, or the, the villains of this uh, movie are in a second, because I think there's lots of them. But first, a, uh, a quick shout out to our sponsor from today's episode. Uh, thank you uh, to tpublic.com, where you are going to find your favorite tea. They were also one of the sponsors of uh, of of our stream today. Like T Public's number one. We love them so much. You can even buy our stuff on T Public. Yeah, if you absolutely. Want, if you want a villain was right T-shirt, we want you to have a villain was right T-shirt. <laughs> Walk around with it. Let the people know that you like villains. Yeah. Uh, scare your neighbors. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And you can choose between our classic logo or the new pointy one, which isn't so new anymore, but uh, it's, it's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, all designs are made by indie artists uh, getting a fair commission for their work. Uh, when you buy a shirt from Tee Public Store, you're supporting indie artists as well as this podcast, very obviously. Yeah, yeah. And you can get you can get these designs. If Hey, you don't like t-shirts? That's fine. Some people uh, don't like short sleeves. Maybe Whatever you want a mug. Maybe you want a mug yeah maybe you want a phone case maybe you want a notebook stickers anything like that you can get all these designs from all these fandoms on pretty much whatever you want whatever you want get weird get your nerd on so head on over to vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com to check out all of our merch and favorite designs from Public. that's vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com and thank you for Public for your support and continued support you're always supporting us we love you Public. and now it is time to talk about the Villains in Maverick. <laughs> yeah, because I think there's a few. Who are, who are your uh, picks? Okay, honestly, I think my number one call for villains in this movie is just the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the villain so think... of this movie is the rules. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> I enough. think that's a pretty fair villain. Obviously, we've got some shadow foreign we don't know who could be anybody yeah the rogue na- the rogue nation yep, yep we yep. know there's snow yeah. <laughs> we know and there's also, snow and also desert <laughs> it's don't don't think about it too much it doesn't matter uh those people but they also don't they they never really dive into like what that's about or no, no, no. what the they're just like it's a threat <laughs> 
we got to get him. Go oh, get him. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get into that oh, later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, okay, um, okay. But yeah, I think I'll refine your point of the rules a little, just a little finer, which is just anybody who tells Maverick no. Yes. <laughs> so just like we have Cyclone, yeah. uh, we, who's John Hamm. We have um, we have the uh, guy off the top. I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Harris. He, Ed wants, Harris. he wants to, yes, he wants <laughs> to shut down. He's not in it very long. No, he wants to shut down the program. I would say like Hangman to a certain degree but he has like his redemption arc. Yeah, Hangman's kind of just an asshole. Yeah, and I just think uh, fighter jet pilots should be assholes. Like, I think they're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think if I think anybody's going to be an asshole. It's the person riding the, the billion dollar yeah. uh, death machine. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want the nice guys rolling in that equipment. <laughs> Absolutely. Although, not. though, there is Bob in there who I I, I do oh, love. I love Bob. His his. <laughs> I love Bob. His call. His name is Bob, and his call sign is Bob. I love Bob. that. Love that. Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. Like, there's um, yeah, it's anyone who's like I think John Ham is mostly the the, the yes. big one. Yeah, he's the big um, one. But the Ham man. Yeah, the the commanding officer who doesn't want to put up with Maverick shit mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is is a big one. So I mean, like, I, let's start with him. Okay, yes. Because I'm I think he's completely right. Of course. Maverick's whole thing is that he's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> he just rolls around being a dick, okay, doing like God just it, if it, it, it's almost like he wants to be given rules so he can disobey them. Right. Like if, I swear oh. to God if somebody looked into Maverick's face and was like, "Yo, like I if somebody described exactly what Maverick wanted to do to Maverick, he'd be like, "Well, I don't want to do that anymore." <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've met people like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. very contrarian very just like i i'm gonna do whatever i want doesn't matter the money doesn't matter the cost doesn't matter the cost of human lives yeah we're bold we're out here we're doing it yeah. and i just want to quickly go over like I, I talked about it in the review but the series of events that lands maverick under john ham's command here yes. cyclone's command mm. so mm-hmm. um he 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 crashes and and blows up a a, t- a very expensive test airplane during that test flight like it, it Which blows he up. didn't have to do. He didn't have to do. He didn't have permission to take it up. He disobeyed orders. Um, and then Iceman, who just... Like, he was going to get kicked out of the Navy yes. from that. Like, And Iceman, the, the highest-ranking officer uh, for this fleet, is like, no, no, no. You need this guy to teach them. And, John, and when he shows up, he goes, John Hamm, Cyclone, says, um, you're not my first choice. You weren't even on the list. You're only here because somebody else said. And it's indicated in the, I, I can't remember what part of the movie it is, but it's indicated this isn't the first time Iceman's done this. No. Like he pulls him out of trouble constantly. Yes. yes. So it's like, you shouldn't even be here from Jump Street. Like you shouldn't be here, point. No, like like they kind of do a recap of what Maverick's been through in the last 30 years. And he he was an instructor at Top Gun for a minute and got kicked out. So he got kicked out from being an instructor because he's just, too wild um he he stole an f-18 and took uh took uh jennifer Connolly's character for a uh a, a ride in it so he got he pissed off an admiral there like she even says when he walks into the bar like which admiral did you piss off this time yes yeah <laughs> like, this is a repeated pattern yeah which 
I know we're on Cyclone right now, but I do want to say I truly believe that Iceman in this movie has turned into a villain. We argued in our episode on the original Top yeah. Gun that he was right. Uh-huh. He has a thousand percent turned into a villain here. Ooh, yeah, because he he flopped back over to loving Maverick and being like, "This guy, he's just he's just doing shenanigans, right?" Like, and like, can you I, tell can you tell me anything else more wrong with the world than a constant fuck up? getting away with everything because they know, have a friend high up. Oh yeah. I would, I like, would say there is one thing worse and it's when that friend's in the military, <laughs> that's when yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. the one step when further. You, yeah. When oh. your actions can legitimately kill people. Cause there's no such thing as shenanigans with like multi-million dollar equipment. It's yeah. just not allowed. No, okay. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've upgraded Sh- to at least mischief. Okay. <laughs> to minimum mischief. Okay. This isn't like fun time. It's, it's shenanigans. Like, mischief. mischief. <laughs> it's actually just hard crimes. Yeah, yeah. It's war crimes. I, I think it might be court martialed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at that at that point. Like, and how he hasn't been court martialed is insane. Like think about what that does to every other person under Iceman's command which is everybody mm-hmm. right mm. it's everybody in the, i'm not i don't think it's the navy but everyone's certainly in the pacific fleet um where you know that this guy will always go to bat for this one fuck up like doesn't matter how bad maverick fucks up doesn't matter if he steals an airplane and takes a girl for a ride. Oh. Doesn't matter, um, you know, if he buzzes the tower without permission. If he violates airspace. If he shoots things. It doesn't matter what he does. Um, blows. He just gets blanket pardoned and shipped off somewhere else. And it's like if you're somebody else who's trying to follow the rules and keep a, a, a straight lace and you know be a good aviator, good sailor, whatever. That's got to be so disheartening for you. Oh, of course. Of course it is. You follow all the rules. You do everything right. And this motherfucker, like, it's almost like when somebody's like, well, that's my girlfriend's cousin. What are we going to do? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. It's like, yeah. You go, wow. I mean, he was always nice to me. Like, fuck off. Like, oh, yeah. We're sentence alive. Yeah. <laughs> they were always good to me. Oh, great. <laughs> good for you. So, like, I truly believe that Iceman has turned into, like, a villain uh, of the Navy at this point. For sure. I also love that they just brought him back. They're like, can you just whisper two sentences and fucking die? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was kind of rough seeing Val Kilmer like that. Because, like, Val Kilmer can't speak anymore. Like, you know, that wasn't... What? Yeah, yeah. Val, sorry, not to be a downer, but he had throat cancer, had surgery. Oh, no, like, I feel bad. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know this. No, so that's that's why they brought <laughs> him back. My bad, everyone. <laughs> I did not know. I did not know about this. Yeah, so that's why they brought him oh, back in well, such a reduced nice. role. Yeah, yeah. It's nice that they brought him <laughs> back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, dude. I didn't know Val Kilmer was going that bad. Yeah, it's not great for I'm not him, up but, on the Kilmer news. Um, it's, incredi- it's apparently incredibly painful for him to speak. Wow. And he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. So- oh, that's Which a much more powerful scene knowing that. Right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so Val Kilmer I'm fine with. I'm glad he's in this movie. I just think the character of Iceman Holy uh, shit. in his constant defense of Maverick in this is is doing, doing bad by the Navy. Yes. And he's doing bad by Maverick, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, at a certain point, there has to be repercussions for uh, a man. Because they say, like, you should be an admiral right now, but you're still a captain. Like, because you keep fucking up so much. Yes. You know, 
even like okay so uh and back to cyclone like even even like john ham's requests are very like hey i'm gonna need i'm gonna need you to follow up with me every day i'm gonna need a lesson plan (laughs) (laughs) could you hand me a lesson plan He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I, a teacher? That's what a, yes, exactly what you are. That that's is exactly, exactly what you are. you're doing right now. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I don't feel like Maverick is big on the reports part no, of his job. No, 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 no. No reports, has to dismiss him. He comes back, and then, he, because he's a good guy and he's not the villain, well, he is the villain in the movie's eyes in a sense, but just like, so when uh, Maverick comes back and <laughs> when Penny's like, you've never let this get you down before. You're a fighter. <laughs> like, it gives, him, <laughs> gives him like the the corner speech you give to like a boxer. Like, right, right, right. You're going to fight your way out of this kid. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I heard it that way in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a horrible Jennifer Connelly Oh, it impression. really is. No, she doesn't sound like that at all. You're a fighter, kid. <laughs> it's me, Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> Requiem for a Dream fucked me up worse than I thought. Uh. No! Oh no! Uh. Oh, now we're getting really sad. Okay. Um, fuck. Anyway, he goes and he steal he steals another jet as he is one to do. Oh, this is to prove <laughs> to that prove it can be his done. point. And then he sees it and he's like, "Okay, well, like I got like what am I supposed to do now?" <laughs> oh, what a hard position to be in, right? So like you're fucked. Yeah. So so just to ref- yeah. So so the details of that are important. So one when he takes over. They go, okay, you've got to fly this this canyon, basically, like 100 feet off the ground, super fast. You've got two minutes to make this whole thing. Then you've got to do a really steep dive, invert, dive over, blow it up, and then pull an extreme 9G climb out of the, the valley. And they're like, this is impossible to do. So when Iceman dies... Uh, Cyclone is immediately like, get the fuck out. Like, you can't do this. There's almost there's almost multiple deaths during training, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the guys pulls G's too hard and passes out and mm-hmm. almost crashes. And then two others have to eject when a bird hits them, which I don't blame yeah. Maverick for. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they violate, like, the rules of, like, no one goes below 5,000 feet. No one does this or whatever. Violates it many, many times. It's very dangerous. And once Maverick is out, they go, okay. We've tried this. None of you can fly this mission <laughs> without killing yourself, without you know uh, missing your target or whatever. We're gonna change the mission. You got four minutes instead of two, and you're not doing the big dive. You're gonna be flying up high so you can get it from above. And all the pilots are like, "Oh well, we'll get shot down." He's like, "You stand a chance against fighters. You don't stand a chance against the wall of a canyon." Yes. And I am 100% for that decision. Yep, that was until Ricky Bobby came through, and he <laughs> wants to go fast, baby. Yeah, I can do it. Yes. Well, okay, but also that now three other planes also have to do it. Yeah. So, like, they, they haven't been able to do it yet. It's like the, the insanity of not changing the plan because it's impossible and just pushing yourself to prove that you can do mm-hmm. it is, is, I think, bad military strategy. Yeah. And and Cyclone in that thing is like, well, we're at greater risk of getting shot down here. And I don't envy that as a decision that he has to make. 
you know? Because mm-hmm. there's there's a whole thread between Maverick's like, this is the only way where these aviators come back. Otherwise, they're getting shot down on their way out. Yes. And Cyclone's always just like, yeah, okay, we'll see. Because he knows. He's a military yeah. man. He knows that we do the mission and pilots might die, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. But... We're in the military. <laughs> yeah, and he says multiple times, like, yes, these pilots know the risk. They know what they're doing. They know what they signed up for. It sucks. And so that that moment that you're talking about where he goes, what do I do? Do I send my pilots mm-hmm. to die, possibly die, or do I risk my career? And I don't know. I don't know what choice I would make in that situation. Oh, I think, I, I, I think I'd make the same move he did. <laughs> Yeah. Send this chaotic motherfucker in there <laughs> with, <laughs> with a clear these... death wish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to die? You want to go to Valhalla? Like, get it. Yeah. Like, go. <laughs> You're on your way, son. <laughs> See who volunteers to follow you yeah. into this, I would say, Star Wars esque plot line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's, uh, it's, it's the Star Wars death. It, it's the, the it sorry, is. the Death Star yes. trench run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're shooting at Womp Rats. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah. So okay. So that's gonna bring me to uh, uh, um, a defense I want to make. Okay. Of this rogue nation. Oh. Okay. Okay. And all you need to do to understand where I'm coming from is you don't change anything else about the movie. Okay. The, the character beats. The the person uh, interpersonal conflict that all stays. You change the F-18s that they're flying into TIE Fighters and Star Wars TIE Fighters. Okay. That movie changes entirely because suddenly these pilots are fighting for the Empire and they're against the Rebels. And that is the point I want to make here. Okay. Is that we know, okay, so we know almost nothing about this. That is true. This rogue nation, right? All we know is that um, uh, they uh, have... Uh, are they developing a uranium enrichment site that mm-hmm. is against NATO, whatever? Yes. And they're like, it's a threat to our allies in the region. Realizing that this information is coming from the U.S. military. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> who's been known to do whatever they want? <laughs> known to do whatever the fuck they want. Especially, yes. And so since we don't know anything about this rogue nation, it's possible it's a genocidal madman who wants to blow everybody up in the world. It's possible. But let's go with the bulk of probabilities here by looking at the history of the U.S., right? Okay. Okay, they have a huge uh, record of going into specifically Central American countries Mm. and overthrowing democratically elected governments and putting up fascists and uh, dictators who support their, uh, their whims, right? Or their, their goals, right? They're like, like there is a very strong chance that the only thing that this rogue nation has done that is bad is like try and uh, take over the oil fields, right? Like they probably just wanted to socialize the American oil companies who were drilling in that com- country. There's like a pretty good chance of that, right? So my defense of this nation is one, they absolutely have a right to defend their own airspace. Um, why would they, you know, like, why would this country think that there would be someone who might want to fly in and blow up their shit? I don't know. Maybe because there's a U.S. aircraft carrier hanging off of their coast the whole time, right? And the U.S. spends 
Uh, more on national security, more on defense, more on the military than the other nine highest people in the uh, countries in the world combined. Jesus yes. So they spend $801 no! billion dollars on defense no! every year. That is more than China, <gasps> China, India, UK, Russia, France, Germany, Saudi Arabia, Japan, and South Korea combined. Okay? So what... What does this country have to do in order to ensure it can't outspend the U.S. on defense? It can't. Um, clearly, the next gen fighters they have aren't a deterrent to incursions into their territory. Mm -hmm. Clearly, um, you know, treaties and things like that aren't working. So the only option that you're left with as a what I assume to be a smaller country um, is to develop a weapon that is cheap and will dissuade incursions into your territory. Whoa, Craig, so, coming in hot! Yeah, for <laughs> nuclear deterrence. Yeah, I nuclear wasn't deterrent. ready for that. I just kept writing down, Tom Cruise is an asshole. Tom <laughs> Cruise is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, I'm not saying no nuclear proliferation is, uh, is, is good. Mm. I'm not saying it's great, but what other choice do they have um, to defend their their country, which, as far as we know, is you know democratic. It's fair. It's but is rubbing the imperialist United States the wrong way, you know? Because because here's the thing. There's also there is a real world example for this, and I won't name the countries because it gets <laughs> messed up. You, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I refuse to name countries on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> name the names, Craig. I won't. You can look it up. No. Uh, <laughs> but like there was a treaty with uh, with a country where they're like, don't don't develop nuclear weapons. And they were like, OK, we will sign a treaty with you and we'll we'll get something like you get assurances that you don't mess with us and whatever. And we won't do it. And then uh, Trump. Because he's like, we're not being tough enough on them. Withdrew from that treaty and be like, ha, see, they got off too easy. So we're not doing that treaty anymore. And they were like, okay, well, I guess that means that we develop our nuclear weapons now. Because you withdrew from the treaty. So there is a chance in this movie, a non-zero chance and a pretty good one, that Maverick is going in to blow up this plant because the U.S. withdrew from the treaty that said that they can't do that. <laughs> Trump, Trump, Trump. No, I. Uh, right? That is. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you dug in way deeper <laughs> than I did. I wrote down uh, below hard deck sounds like a porno. That's what I wrote. I. That's you what know, I have in my notes. You know what, Rebecca? <laughs> and that's what makes this podcast work. It really does. Uh, a little behind the scenes, Rebecca and I ran into each other at the bar the other night. Uh, literally, literally last, last night. night. Yeah. And we were like, "Oh, you ready for today to do this?" Yeah. And you know, and then we were like. We, we just chatted about it briefly, and we're like, none of us ever bring the same energy. No, no neither of us. No, we've got different <laughs> different styles, different approaches. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Rogue Nation, uh, which is confusing because there's also a Tom Cruise movie called Rogue Nation. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm saying they're probably um, victims of imperialism and, uh, and uh, U.S. Uh, uh, military might. 
Okay. I was like, there's no I way did, I can help you finish I that did, sentence. I you have to I finish it. A, I didn't have an end to that sentence either. We're finding we're, it. We're finding <laughs> it. We're grabbing it. We're finding it. I love it. Okay. So why don't we, I would love to run down just a couple of the things that Tom Cruise does, or sorry, yeah. Maverick does, that makes him a total cunt. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> just like a total dickhole. Okay, so... First, so first he he takes the plane. Like the, uh, the first scene is him taking the plane, being like, "I gotta, I gotta save this program." First of all, anybody that wants to cut a military program, good in my books, good in my books. <laughs> let's cut it down. We've already talked about budget. Let's fucking oh yeah. Let's tank some of these motherfuckers. Okay, let's get them out of here. We don't need this. I agree with you so much on that point. I wrote down here. It's not like they're like a strappy young. Like yeah. little, they're not like a like an indie bookstore in a small <laughs> town, right? Where it's yeah. like, where will these quirky characters find work if not in the no. bookstore? No, they are military contractor Lockheed Martin, who who has product placement in this. the The joystick of that thing has the Lockheed Martin logo oh, on it. Oh, I didn't notice. This is a ah. this is a this is a propagate. Like I am so used to seeing a Pepsi can, okay, like yeah. Tom Cruise sips some flaming like, hot Cheetos. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 they're everywhere. But like, man, would we like no? This this movie is sponsored by Lockheed Martin and the F thirty five. Everybody, yeah, no doubt, so, no doubt, no sympathy for those no, no, defense no. contractors working on a high tech prototype. Cancel None. that program. Cancel it. Scrap it. Great. Villain was right. Okay, <laughs> yes, get rid of it. The fact that he stole it is nuts. And, and and secondarily, and I think most important to this scene, goes beyond what he needs to do to, and blows up the plane. <laughs> Ensuring that the program is now fully canceled. Yeah, like yes. what? Yes. <laughs> you, you made the goal. You had very specific instructions. You're like, we don't need, and because they know this guy. They know Maverick. They're like, we need 10. <laughs> 10 Maverick. This many. <laughs> they just put out their face. This many. <laughs> this is how many we need. Not this plus a toe. No. Okay. <laughs> we need 10. Okay. He gets in the plane and he's like, oh no, my dick's getting too hard. I need to keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, that's so dumb. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I love the fact that like he's so addicted to adrenaline that like he can't even get hard unless he's going over Mach 10 anymore. Why do you think like... he stole that plane for that date? <laughs> okay, connect the dots, Craig. It's happening. All right, this guy has a hard on uh, for this. I, I got to keep going faster and faster. I'm telling you, that's what's going on here for sure. Okay. Yeah. Steals that plane, okay, and then and, and that's the moment where you see because it's supposed to be about like because you can kind of get behind him when he's breaking rules for other people, yeah. But I can't get behind you when you're breaking rules for you, yeah. And that's the, that's when it turned over. He's breaking rules for him at that moment, right? Yep. Okay. Once you get past ten, that's all for you, baby, and that's fucked up. Okay, that's inappropriate. Okay. Then we find out later um, that he. So, uh, Rooster is Goose's son. Yes. Um, and we find out that upon his his mother's dying, his mom like had a like a like a pact or a promise with Maverick, and she's like, "Don't don't let my son fly. Don't let him fly. Yeah, Whatever." Yeah, because her right? dad is out. Yeah, yeah. I get Whatever. Totally right? So then he removes his paperwork and sets back his career four years. Yeah, pulls his paperwork. Pulls his academy, paperwork yep. from the academy, sets his career back four years. One that this man 
gets into anyway. It's like you did nothing but set him back four years. In which case, he he might have even been able to not have any problems through it. Can you imagine this kid with four more years training? It'd be great. Probably fucking blow the tits off Tom Cruise, okay? Just fucking maneuver right around him, okay? <laughs> I love how you did the reverse a car motion for maneuver around. Like, like that's how you think. Listen! No, that's how you think you maneuver an airplane. You throw your hand over the back seat. Okay. Crank her? Crank her around. <laughs> you can tell I don't even drive a car with how I did that motion. I'm just like, picturing the... So just the just the Top Gun theme song, like, doo, 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 and it's just Rebecca parallel parking. <laughs> just fucking taxiing in. Yeah. <laughs> and reverse and back. Sorry. And, okay, and I'm going to make a point, and this is maybe... <laughs> This is maybe, maybe some people are going to disagree with me on this, uh, but fuck her dying wish. <laughs> <laughs> fuck her dying wish. She's okay. dead. Okay. <laughs> She's dead. Who cares? This kid's going to do this anyway. Okay. Yeah. You can't stop him. You don't know better. Yeah, you're right. You don't know better. Fuck this. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, because you? you're saying the, the mother, the dead mother wouldn't know better if he ends up a smoking pile in the crater yeah. and, and the... Okay. Yeah, you're just setting back. What? Oh, uh, my dying wish is I don't want my child to follow his dreams. <laughs> Can you make sure he doesn't follow <sighs> his dreams? I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Rebe <laughs> I get your point. Don't get me wrong. I do get your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow your dreams and all the rest. It's I a just, loose point. I don't even know if I agree with it. But it's here just we are. so hard because, like, I don't know. When you know that somebody, like, so when Goose died, that was very hard on her. That was hard on you know, like his father, like the whole his whole growing up has been shattered by the fact that his father died. Yes, as a as a pilot, and I can see w not wishing that for mm. your son. And I can see Maverick. By the way, I do think that the Rooster Maverick storyline in this works real well. Oh no, I feel for it it's, for sure. It's real good. Yes, uh, I am going to try and rip it apart, but I feel very yeah, good yeah, about yeah. it. I'm it's not like, gonna lie to you. But I I get why. Yeah, because I, I think they, this movie actually does a really good point of like, yeah, Maverick's not over this goose thing. Like, even though sort of in the first well, movie... Well, he has shouldn't to move, be. He killed him. Right? <laughs> As oh, we established on oh, our Top and, Gun episode. And the, and the military ruled it an accident. They've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. No, no, no. Her dying wish should have been... She should have locked eyes with Tom Cruise and been like, you never fly with my son. <laughs> Legit, though. Legit, yeah. That should have been the dying like, wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because this is the, that's the only guy that's really putting him in danger, quite frankly, is Tom Cruise himself, the ham, the man. Okay, yeah. he is such, I can't get over how much of a ham this dude is. Okay, <laughs> he's all about himself, all about little tricks and dips, and like, I... <sighs> I can't stand a teacher that's like, I'm going to blow these fucking kids' minds. <laughs> <laughs> Look how cool I am. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I anyway, know. I don't think he should have done that, okay? Yeah. I don't think also he should be trying to stop him now. It's not It's not Rooster's fault you killed his dad <laughs> because you're a total fucking ham. Yeah. It's no, you're right. And, he, and, he, uh, and Maverick, and we have to establish, has learned no lessons. <laughs> oh, zero. All all Maverick learns is to continue to do whatever I want because it always works out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, 
And then maybe maybe being a fighter pilot is the only thing he could ever do because like you could he could certainly couldn't like be booted out of the navy and then go work for like United Airlines or something. You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> this but, is because if, like, if a captain, if I got on a flight and they were like, my name's Maverick, Maverick. I'd be like, well, I'm deboarding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'm no, sorry. No, thank you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let's see what this 747 can do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Although- and that's, that's honestly the path of most, uh, most people who I'm, I'm not sure about naval aviators specifically, but certainly, um, uh, Air Force aviators, like mm. because it it's so difficult to get your um, the number of hours you need flying certain types of aircraft, like as a civilian, that most uh, or a large majority of like commercial airline pilots are like retired Air Force and and pro- probably Navy pilots as well, oh. right? So it's like that's what that makes the, sense. Yeah, because like a, a guy went to university with went and for the Canadian forces, he, like after his engineering degree, cause he's like, I want to be a pilot. So he's like, there's like a small chance that I get put on um, uh, like rotary aircraft, like helicopters. And he's like, and that would fuck me because then I'd get all my experience on helicopters and I'd never be able to fly uh, like airlines. Oh, but I've like truly never thought about that. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. interesting. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big path for a lot of people, but um, yeah. No, let I, I let don't. rooster fly. Yeah. Um, I also okay. I will mention. I do really, really like what they did with the love interest here. Okay. Because I love that they just dropped us in. They were like, these two have an established relationship. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. It works. They have chemistry. <laughs> We've established this, and we just move on. There's no big backstory. You know what I mean? They just really they wove it in really tight. Just quick, tight. I believe it. You're both old. You're both hot. Get it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and I, I, first time I saw it, I was like, "Is she a character from the first movie?" I don't remember. Like, like is I had it, to look that up too because yeah. I was like, "Okay, so who's pet?" Because I'm like, I'm racking my brain. I was like, "Was that some like weird, like like two line character I'm forgetting exactly. about or yeah. something like that?" And no, 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 no. It's just like this is the new love interest, and it's so been many thirty years. <laughs> of course, like, he's had other. So many movies need the whole build, and they're like, "This is what this is about," and it's like, "No, this wasn't really about this romantic relationship at all." But she's a good tether and kind of. Like, I I just believe it immediately, and I thought they did a really good job of just fucking throwing it in, and it's done, and we don't need to worry about it. Yeah, and the fact that you're like, wait, did I miss that in the first movie really means that they did, as you said, hit the ground running. We're like, like, we're not going to explain the backstory. We're not going to have a long thing. It's just Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing here? This isn't like last time. I'm not falling for this again. And you're like, oh. And you're smart enough to paint paint the picture paint the background right yes when Plus the daughter believe, says like, don't hurt her again you're like i fully believe that you hurt her the first time <laughs> <laughs> i also believe that a character like maverick would be paired perfectly with a bartender yeah okay. with a woman that owns a bar i'm like that's boom and here's something i really desperately need your opinion on Ooh, okay. uh, because i know that you've worked in bars you've I worked have. as a server yes i have what do you think about the no phones on the bar rule or you buy everyone around? Oh, I would love that. Yeah? I do love that. Okay. Okay, mostly because anytime, or at least for me, um, anytime somebody, like, if, was it, like, was the rule physically on the bar? Like, if I you put if it you down? I think if you set it down on the bar, it's like, if you disrespect a woman, disrespect the Navy or leave your phone on the bar. Perfect. Which is a weird three. Yeah, it is a weird three. <laughs> it's very the weird. Two, the first two... That flies in a Navy bar. The third one, I was like, well, this didn't exist until 2001. All right. 
<laughs> yeah, they had to add it in they afterwards. Had, yeah, it's like a, a different font. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that mostly because anytime uh, somebody would put their phone on the bar, all I kept thinking was, I'm going to get that wet. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all, because, like, I'm... <laughs> Like, I know, I know maybe you shouldn't be if you work at a bar or whatever, but I'm, like, clumsy. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? I need to be able to fix a mistake. And when as soon as somebody puts something that now, in, in today's date, is worth, uh, like, $1,000 sometimes, yep, or, like, yep. 15 like, the phones are so fucking expensive. I do not want your phone on the bar. That's not why this that rule is there. This yeah, is yeah. my workspace. That's not why yeah. that rule is there. That rule is there to, like, connect with the person around you, whatever. We're, like, we're on a beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we throw you in the sand if you can't pay. Like, it's supposed to be, like, really cutesy and stuff like that. But just, like, critically, like, working at a bar, I'm, like, I freaking hate when people put their cell phones on the bar because I'm like, oh, oh, I'm going to get that drenched. <laughs> okay. Also, there's a strong possibility you walk away with without that. Oh, absolutely. If That's, I have two uh, drinks in my system, what are things? No. <laughs> what are my things? Where are they? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I'm so paranoid of other people losing and damaging their stuff. Where, like, I was at a at the bar the other night at a comedy show, and another comedian, uh, Sarah Sarah Ashby, who oh, you Ashby, know, yeah, she, I like, we're just talking, and I look over, and somebody has left their like wallet and their phone on the edge of the table above a trash can. And I just had to, <laughs> I just had to like, like hanging over, like yeah, half yeah, hanging yeah, over. Yeah, and yeah. I just, I saw that and I immediately stopped the conversation and just walked over and picked it up and just moved it three inches. And Sarah was just like, oh, that was mine. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that's chaos. <laughs> and we, we need to stop whatever we were talking about Please right now do this, and yes. talk about this. No, no, no. Because <laughs> that's going in the garbage and you'll never find it. You know, Absolutely. You, yeah. Uh, I uh, lose my credit card annually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If not more, <laughs> I can't be trusted with things and stuffs. Yeah. It's over. Um, I do want to briefly touch on um, just like kind of there's this, uh, I don't I, I, I don't even know what you would call this, but a little saying that they give each other and it's uh, don't think, just do. Absolutely not. Worst piece of advice. Absolutely not. Okay. I got to tell you, anytime I've given myself that piece of advice before anything, it doesn't go good after that. Okay. No. I'm, not, I'm about to do something I shouldn't do. Okay. Actively. Right? Don't think, just do. Fuck no. Okay. Leave Tom Cruise in that fucking field. Yes. Give him the death he has been begging for, for yes. two movies. Okay. Oh. Let him die. This that would have been his. Like I got shot down saving Goose's son, and I died in it. Like yes, yeah, he wanted redemption. Yeah, but I gotta say the only way in in the Top Gun universe that men express love for each other is by saving each other's lives. <laughs> it's the only way. How would they know I it's, love them, bro? It's my like, love language. It's my love language is saving your life, bro. <laughs> so few opportunities. And I have to take it when I see it. Yeah. Um, and and go, cycling back to Cyclone, um, he makes the call. He's like, don't put fighters in the air to save Maverick. Don't put out search and rescue because there's still these very dangerous next-gen fighters in the air. And we're, he says it, we're not losing anybody else today. Everybody get back to base now. And that is 100% the right call. Absolutely it is. It's like <laughs> they, they were faced with a 
a military operation where there was a strong possibility that none of them were ever going to come back, right? Like that, that was basically the conceit that Cyclone had come to terms with when they start training for this mission. It's like there's probably not a chance that they'll get back from this. And to, to only have one maverick, the biggest thorn in your side, be the only casualty of this would have been amazing. Oh, that would have, like, I think most of the military would have been like, thank God, burn the files. Yeah. <laughs> burn the files. This man didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, not saying that. So, but just for the bulk of it, like, I'm not putting other fighters up in the air. Nope. I'm not risking hangman's, like, just basically hanging back and, mm-hmm. and waiting to be launched off to, like, be support. And I'm not putting them at risk. I'm not putting more airplanes at risk. We accomplished the mission. That's the price. I'm not putting the search and rescue helicopters at risk. We can't go fly into foreign territory and go search for a guy who may have not even ejected properly. You know? Like, again, you know the mission that you're signing up for. Yeah, because if this guy... If Rooster was literally... Like, what now, of course, because because of movie magic. But like, <laughs> if he was literally like two seconds later. He would have died. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, you're picking up a corpse. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, what are you going to do for him in an F-18? It's not like you can land it and pick him up. And I, I We're going to shoot our way out. <laughs> yeah. I think my one criticism of the movie actually would be like, that whole like stealing an airplane and flying out was a little too action-y Rambo for me. Uh, oh, no, that's what it, I'm here for. It, Come on. No, it's I know, Top I know. Gun, baby. But it works. <laughs> it does know? work. I, I don't just care. Like, oh. This is the moviest movie that's ever movied. Yeah. I I wouldn't even say that. I think it's just a good movie. It's like... Oh, uh, no, I think it's like a, it's like a block, but it's one of the... I, I could honestly, I could have watched two hours of those planes flying around. They the, looked the, crisp as fuck. The cinematography Woo! was great. Yes, they, loved so it. they're they're actually in the airplanes. I believe that. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah, yeah. amazing. So they're not flying them, but they are in yeah. the, they are in the rear seat. So every shot you have of them doing a loop or pulling mm-hmm. a hard corner, that's actually the actor in the seat experiencing those real life forces. They're just not flying it like they're pretending to be. Cool. But I love like, that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, that's propaganda because the U.S. <laughs> the U.S. military provided F-18s for them actors to fly around in. You know, who does like um, a little propaganda? But oh, the other thing. Oh, this movie knew exactly what elements to use and where. Um, the music just off the. They start with Highway to the Danger Zone. Oh, you had Did you right really? lunch. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, let's do propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wrote down, I was like, this movie wastes no time. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot how good and invocative the soundtrack of it is. Like that dum dum. Oh, you know, like no, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. No, okay, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. Yeah, I'm not a good singer. Get sued. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the algorithm will find us. Uh, yeah. Yep. Anything else, Craig? No, I think that no, pretty I much think, covers yeah, it. I think, uh, I, I will just say when they fly off into the sunset in the P-51 Mustang, uh, I'm not going to trust Maverick to maintain an aircraft. <laughs> 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 you know, like, yeah, that's, that seems like a guy who's pretty loose with the maintenance standards. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, he does mechanical work in a white tee. How much is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> What are you? Oh, you look so crisp and clean, Tom. Bet you should. Yeah, that's that's a real Maverick move. Yeah, it is. Uh, doing an oil change in a, a white T-shirt. Woo. 
<laughs> show up and eat pasta in a white dress shirt, you fucking maniac, you maniac. Uh, that's my last thought on it. Yeah. <laughs> this man is against the rules. <laughs> Clothes or otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's time to give our definitive rankings of how good the villains are. Uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Okay. <laughs> God, so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I did a really dumb one. Okay, and I'm actually, I'm not even doing the, I broke my own rule. I'm not even doing the villains. I'm doing Tom Cruise. Yeah, I did the I same think- thing. <laughs> Okay, great. So we're both ranking Tom Cruise because uh, he is the true villain of this movie. Um, I've got a scale of <laughs> what my nickname would be. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so from Rebecca Ballbuster Reads to <laughs> Rebecca Oh God No Reads, <laughs> I'm going to give him a uh, Rebecca Spider Pig Reads because that is one flying fucking ham. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? I love it. Okay, so I've got the uh, Pioneers of Aviation scale. So Craig. I know, That's so Craig. I know. We, By the way, we check before just to make sure we don't have the same scales, and we We never never have the same scales. These brains do not work the same way. It's not a Venn diagram. (laughs) They're two very much separate circles. So the Pioneers of Aviation scale. Uh, So uh, on on a scale from Amelia Earhart to Chuck Yeager, uh, I'm going to give Maverick a a Chuck Yeager. He's the first man to break the sound barrier. Um, Yeah, yeah. Go watch the movie The Right Stuff. It's a good movie and features him prominently. Uh, Was supposed to be an astronaut, but like couldn't cut it. It's a weird sort of thing. Anyway, um, yeah, fastest man alive, Chuck Yeager. Anyway, (laughs) there we go. Little history lesson here for you. Uh, I'm going to give Maverick a uh, Charles Lindbergh, uh, because a good pilot, but fuck everything he stands for. Famous anti-Semite. Anyway. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> Whoa. So fuck everything he stands Dark for. Dark turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. All right. Anyway. Uh, yes, guys. And uh, we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a minute. Uh, but first, a couple ways that you can uh, help out the podcast. Uh, so if you are on listening to this on uh, uh, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts or any sort of other um, podcast streaming service, Oh, we would love for you to rate and review us. Oh, my God. Throw us a four or five stars, whatever you're, whatever you're in the mood for, whatever the scale's out of. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> and maybe just a quick one-sentence review. That helps other people discover us. Uh, it really helps us out. And as well, um, you can get in touch with us on uh, Twitter for as long as that exists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a yeah. real dumpster fire yeah. right now. Uh, <laughs> at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Villain was right on uh, Facebook. And in case also social media burns alive you can still get in touch with us at uh, villain was right at gmail.com with suggestions and things i think i just responded to people who emailed us in august but we will get back to you <laughs> absolutely guys and we also of course like every pa- podcast we have patreon you can hit us up on patreon.com slash the villain was right uh we've got bonus episodes we've got audience choice actually next week is our audience choice you're gonna you're gonna love it, um, guys. We yeah. If you want, if you want to have more say on what's going on, you wanna you wanna tuck in, or you just wanna you wanna get an ad free tier. You wanna throw us a you wanna throw us a fucking dollar. True, love it. And you know, if you can't fi- uh, support us financially, thank you so much for listening. You guys are our favorites. I I love each and every one of you. I will get back to your emails. I will. <laughs> Somebody just emailed me about how to wash their walls. I will get back to you. <laughs> 
I will. Okay, I'm going to send you a perfect recipe. Don't you worry. If you're listening to this right now, I'm getting back to you ASAP. Okay, if anybody else wants to know how to wash your walls, get at me. This is an open offer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm very good at it, and we should all be washing our walls. Um, Got to play to your camera. <laughs> And yes, guys. Okay, so now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. First, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have hero villain. I'm gonna have okay, two, okay. two this week. Um, number one, just corny. Our heroes, everybody who donated. Thank you so much oh, for donating yes, yes, yes. to Sick Kids. We we have reached beyond our goal as a network. So excited. Did Keep we mention this off the top, by the way? Oh, that we're recording this live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Oh, Maybe no. we should have. I don't know. <laughs> we are. We are. Um, this is what's Live happening right now. Live video stream. Yeah. Live video stream. So if you have donated, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. This is like this is the charity. This is the one I support frequently. I I'm just so happy that we've reached beyond our goals. And yes. Thank you for listening and supporting. Secondarily, time for a villain, right? We got to have some fun. Um, I, just a really quick one. I don't know why. Oh, what? Did, I was like, what did, what reminded me of this? And I was like, oh, right. I was talking to my friend about how her friend licked somebody's bald head. And then it jogged my memory to this story. <laughs> That's one hell of a place to start a story. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I start. maybe I've told this one on the podcast before. I don't know. We've done this for four years. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but okay, so I'm gonna say this. I, I I would say that I have a very particular style of man that I that uh, attracts to me, that comes to me, okay? And one of those styles of men are um, comedy club doormen. <laughs> I know it's very specific, but this is this these are this is the truth, okay? Any comedy club I go into, there will be one guy, he normally mans the door, and he's in. Okay, he's in, he's signed up, he's buckled up, he he likes what he's seeing. Okay, fair enough. There was one week I was working at a club in Ottawa, and I was there all week, and this guy was acting like kind of weird all week to me, like whatever. And like the staff was like, whispered. they were like, oh, we think he has a crush on you, whatever, he's never like this. He was acting so weird, so awkward with like, I would come in, he'd get like embarrassed. I was like, what the, what's going on with this dude, right? Anyway, we go through the whole week, doesn't say anything, barely says a word to me, okay? Like just hi bye kind of stuff, but I can tell he's like whatever, right? But doesn't say anything to me. Normally, some of these guys shoot their shot. Okay, this guy's not out here shooting his shot. I get to the, at the end of the week, Sunday night. I'm standing outside which, with a bunch of the comics. A couple people were having a chit chat. I think a couple people were having cigarettes. Whatever. We're all in a circle, and this guy comes up to me, and again, this has said very little to me all week. <laughs> he comes up to me and he says, "He goes, thank you for the really, really great week," and then he grabs my chin. <laughs> and licks with his full tongue my full face from like top to bottom just go eh. just from top to bottom like chin to forehead no and then goes thanks and then runs off into the night <laughs> runs off into the like just books <laughs> i literally I was just standing, I didn't even say anything. I was just standing there and I'm looking around at my friends. And I was like, that happened, right? <laughs> we all bared witness to this. 
Holy shit. <laughs> and that guy is my villain of the week. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's and I a... never saw him again. As, as, <laughs> yes. He... Oh. Uh, good. <laughs> Just the number of, like, social conventions that were violated there is unreal. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a strong villain of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, I also have a villain uh, this week. So um, uh, my my villain of the week is car alarms. Um, oh. Car alarms. I think they should be illegal. Uh, I think they're unnecessary. Literally, when was the last time that you heard a car alarm and you were like, "Oh no, someone's in trouble"? Like, <laughs> uh, so this is a very particular instance where it was like I woke up in the morning and this was like a Tuesday, and I'd sort of been like out of communication like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, like. And I'd had some emails come in on Thursday, and I'm just starting my day like normal. And I'm like, okay, I got an email from somebody who emailed me on Thursday, and they're really trying to get in touch. I was like, I'm going to deal with that right now, right after I finish my coffee. And then, like, I get a phone call from them. It just goes straight. And I'm just like, oh, okay, like, this is, this is urgent, and, like, I'm kind of feeling some stress and anxiety about it right now. That has almost nothing to do with it, except that I wasn't starting from the best point, is all I'm saying, right? And then, um, this is very early morning, and this car alarm just starts going off outside. And I just hear it, I hear it, and I'm like, that's just a car alarm, that's fine. And it stops, and then about five minutes later, it starts going off again. And that happened all morning. All morning. Oh, hell so no. I go up, Mm-mm. I go up nope. and I'm trying to like answer this email. And then this car alarm just goes and I just feel my heart start beating and it just goes up through my chest. And I'm just trying to focus on like, just answer this email, just get back to this one person. And the car alarm goes off and I'm just like, I'm choking on my own like pulse. Like it's just, I'm feeling it in my face and I'm like, okay, okay. I know that this is a disproportionate response to what's happening. That's fine. Let's just deal with this in a healthy way. And I put in some headphones and I tried to do some like, I did some push-ups and things. And I was like, I'm just going to get that frustrated energy out. And then I stopped doing the push-ups and I took it out and the car alarm's still going. And I didn't feel any less angry. <laughs> I was just, I was just now angry and shaky. Like I was just like, I can't fucking deal with this. I was like, if it's going to go off one more time, like I'm going to, I'm going to leave. I got to leave a note. I'm going to do this. And so I, uh, I, and this is the headspace I was in. I was like, I'm not going to handwrite it in case this escalates. <laughs> so I went on my. <laughs> in case. <laughs> like in case that, somebody I, tracks your, your handwriting back to you? Because of what's coming. Uh, I'm already like prepping myself, being like, don't leave any evidence, man. If I get to um, yeah, that's fucked up, right? So, like, I go on my computer, and I, I type up this note, and I print it off on my printer, and, like, I'm still in, like, my workout clothes, like, my, my sweatpants, and, like, just a ratty tee, and I, like, leave the house, and I, like, storm over to this parking lot. So, it's, like, a parking lot uh, for, like, the local TTC depot, so it's, like, people working. Mm-hmm. So, nobody's there. And, like, as I get to the parking lot, like, the car alarm starts go- stops going again. Or stops, right? So I don't know what car it is. And I'm, like, looking around. I was like, it's going to fucking start any minute now. And then it goes off. And it starts, like, blah, 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 blah. And I look and I find it. I was like, ah, yeah. And uh, I was like, I found you. And I got my little note. And I walk up and I realize there's, and there's another note there. Someone's already left a note. So I will say, not the first note left. <laughs> Certainly the meanest. <laughs> 
<laughs> the note is like, just FYI, your car alarm leak's going off. Please, ha- please look into it. And my note read, <laughs> um, <laughs> no one wants to steal your shitty car. If they did, they would have driven it away by now, and I wouldn't have to listen to it going off every five minutes. Fix it, you asshole. Is what I wrote. Oh, if Craig's swearing, you know it's serious. You know it's fucking serious. And I'm just like, I'm hearing my heart in my ears at this point, right? (laughs) And I go and I go back and I'm like, I'm just like, I need, I just like, I need to calm down. Like, this is too much. And I'm just like, but fuck that person. Fuck them. Fuck them. So like, someone should do. And I'm just like, okay, I just did a workout. I'm mad. I'm just going to get in the shower. And I get in the shower and I'm just like, it's escalation time like this needs to be done and I'm like I'm like I've got it's like no I've got you know what I've got it's like someone should fucking break their windshield and then I was like oh you know I've got a mic stand I'm a comedian I've got a mic stand heavy on one end light it's like that would just go right fucking through and I was like no mic stand comedian someone will put it together I love how you think the Toronto police oh, I, has some no, high levels but of you, CSI. But you know <laughs> what kind of state yeah, yeah, I have oh, to yeah, be in where it's like I'm I'm premeditating this. Um and I'm and then I'm like, no, okay. You know what else? You know, like you know what else I have? I've got fucking super glue. I've got like epoxy, like two port epoxy in the basement right now. I was like, I'm gonna fucking glue a wood board onto the back of their windshield <laughs> so they can't go anywhere. I was like, yeah, yeah. And well, I was like, would, no. That would not solve your problem. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't, but it would fuck him up, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go walk calmly to the hardware store. I'm going to get, I'm going to buy a can of spray paint and I'm going to spray paint fucking car alarm on the back of their thing. And I'm like, no, oh, this is too much. It's too much. <laughs> like, it's too much. And, uh, and I was like, no, you know what it is. You know what the escalation is. It's like, I've got a fucking full organics recycling like that the the or like it's it's full right now it's waiting to go out to the curb it's fucking full i'm going to take that little like thin plastic bag it comes in and just fucking whip the like that thing at their car you know with the rotten eggs and the 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 um coffee filters and like rotting vegetables and all the rest I was like that's it that's the thing and then as soon as i get out of the shower uh the car <laughs> <laughs> and then you realized you're a sane person and, I was and you just wouldn't like, do any of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course not. And I wouldn't, but I was just like, I really thought this. And I will just say, uh, I discussed this with my therapist and she's like, it's healthy that you explored that anger. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That's good. I didn't do it. I was so close to choosing violence though. I was, <laughs> there's something about a loud noise that just gets me. So that's my villain of the week. Car alarms, they should be illegal. Uh, they don't do what they're supposed to do. They just annoy people. Fuck them. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Man. I have two. I actually have two names that I call. I So if I'm trying to talk myself up, I call myself Reeds in my head. It's right. like, okay, Reeds, you got it. Like, I just, <laughs> and if I'm trying to calm myself down, I'm like, babe, babe, <laughs> babe. Okay, you gotta you gotta take a minute, babe. Like, <laughs> I needed to take a minute, babe, oh, yeah, in that yeah, moment. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk myself down all the time, babe. Yeah. <laughs> babe. <laughs> I was definitely like a, fake. <laughs> 
screaming it in the nighttime. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God, guys. Well, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, and check out my new album, Performance Review, out now. Uh, Pure Fire. Yeah, love Pure it. Pure Fire. So check good, it out wherever guys. you get your music or whatever. Hell yeah. And um, next week, team, we are going to be covering Practical Magic. It's audience choice. A very I don't know why we didn't do it in October, but it's Practical Magic time. We're not it's good got, at making plans. It's got November <laughs> vibes. I maintain it has November vibes. And guys, this is the the villain was right, reminding you to cut your military budget. <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>